Welcome back to Footsteps in the Attic. I am beyond thrilled and excited for today's guests because she knows I love her with all my heart. She is a joy to have on, and she is one of the most popular guests I've ever had on. She is actress extraordinaire. She is starred in Earth Angel, Beverly Hills Bratz, the iconic horror classic Night of the Demons, and as the wife of J.R. Ewing playing Callie in the smash hit television series Dallas. Not to mention, if you are the captain of a roller derby team, you are going to want her on your team because you put her in roller skates and she is going to kick some ass. Please welcome the beautiful Kathy Podwell back to the show. Kathy, how are you? I'm good, right? I'm back again. Hi. Oh my God, roller derby. I That's a secret dream. Those women are bad bleepers. Oh my God. I would I- so love to be on the roller derby team. You would so destroy it. I've seen the video. You're like dancing in yeah, the skates. Oh, I know. But no, that's a whole different animal. I, I can <laughs> I can do a few moves, even though I've sort of been out of practice. It's been a busy last couple of months. But um, yeah, those roller derby girls are beasts. It's strong and fast, and yeah. <laughs> but I would like to think I would like to think I could do it. So we'll just go with that. Good. My money's on you. My money's on you, buddy. Um, <laughs> we have some random questions for you this episode. I, I want to jump around on a lot of topics, a lot of which I don't even think we've covered. And we've talked about your talented grandfather, Lester, before, but we didn't get too much into your grandmother, Beverly. Can you tell me a little bit about her career? Oh, I would so, I'm like, I'm, my, I'm, I'm smiling. You can't tell, but I am smiling and choked up that you even mentioned her. That's so sweet. Yeah, she, she, so both Beverly and Lester um, were veteran theater actors in Chicago. And I'd say definitely my inspiration. I sort of jokingly said in high school that I would love to carry on the tradition of the acting code wealth. And, um, so my grandmother um, was a radio um, and radio actor, uh, a theater actor in Chicago, and that's actually actually my grandfather and her met on a play. I wish I knew the play, but anyway. Um, and then she, their best friend, both my grandparents' best friend, was um, were Studs and Ida Turkle, and Studs Turkle, Pulitzer Prize winning author. Uh, local Chicago um, hero and icon, um, and he and my grandmother and two other actors were the stars of a television, one of the very first television shows, um, filmed live in Chicago weekly called Studs Place, and it was sort of like, I'd say it was like Cheers, yeah. where people will come into the restaurant and the story would revolve around, you know, the patrons or, you know, that that's kind of how the stories were developed. And a lot of it was just um, not only was it live, but it was unscripted. And so which 
like makes me want to choke yeah. um, the fact that they were live and right. sort of making it up as they went along. They had an outline of the story, but um, ultimately um, I would just, would just go for it. Wow. And, and I think it started in 38, which is real early. Um, I've heard through family friends that the, you know, writers of I Love Lucy were fans, and that was kind of like an inspiration for them. Um, just smart and funny and poignant. Um, I've seen a few. It was shot on kinescope, and I've, I've, a few have been um, converted to tapes. My aunt somehow got that done. So I've seen about oh, four, four or five episodes. Yeah. That's amazing. And, um, and there is one up on YouTube. It's called Studs Place. Um, and my grandmother is uh, plays Gracie, the waitress, and she was amazing. And then she toured around the country with her one woman show. She wrote, uh, I think it was like ten characters, and um, she did these, you know, vignettes and and this one woman show. And and um, and then she sort of retired. I mean, her kids were. She had four kids. My my dad his brother and twin twin girls and so she sort of retired but they were really sweet because they as much as they were probably tickled deep down that I wanted you know wanted to be an actress I think they thought it was they know how hard and difficult a life it is you know to, to make a living and all of that um so they sort of tried to discourage me but ultimately when I I didn't listen, you know, they were thrilled and they said that they just wanted me to have the best. And if they could talk me out of it, then I wasn't meant to, to try to take a stab at the business. So wow. that's pretty much my grandma in a nutshell. And I, then my grandfather, as you know, continued to act until pretty much almost to, you know, a couple of years before he died. Yeah. And he was like 91, I think when he oh, God bless made him. Um, Groundhog's Day. Yeah, Groundhog's Day. That's incredible. Yeah. 91. I think, and I think I should really, I should really, I say that because that's what I remember, but yeah. I, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure. But even in anywhere close to that scope and then you're acting alongside Bill Murray, I think that's quite an accomplishment in life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. A hundred percent. Like, amazing. I mean, it's such an iconic movie, you know? Oh, my it, gosh. One of he my favorites. In, I think other movies and things like that, but this is, you know, a classic. Very much beloved, you know. Sure is. Shout out to Lester Podwell and Beverly Younger. Thank you. Absolutely. It means, uh, well, listen, they, they influenced you, who went on to influence so many people. So it comes full circle, my dear friend. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're I'm welcome. Gonna, gonna make me blush and nobody can see it. <laughs> I'm glad to feel it, though. <laughs> so I was stalking your Instagram page the other day, and you posted something that I don't know how I didn't catch it, but you worked with Marilyn Monroe's vocal coach. Like, I'm a huge Marilyn fan, so that like caught my attention immediately. So what was she like? Oh my gosh, she was tough. <laughs> so, um, uh, she was recommended. So when I 
first moved here, I had a meeting with an agent set up through like a friend of a friend. And I think we got on the conversation of my voice, which was sort of an issue when I was a theater major in college. It was it was not the theatrical voice that everyone wanted me to have. It was, you know. <laughs> I have a very high voice, very youthful, even 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 now. That's the only thing useful about me. Maybe my spirit. Oh, my get spirit out of and my here. voice. No. Uh, but but honestly, I I said something about my voice and he's like, Oh, I have um I have uh, Helen Helen Sorrell. Is that her name? That's her name. Yeah, that's and, it. And and she um I don't think he I he might have said, Oh, she was Marilyn Monroe's voice coach. And there was really no, so I went to her apartment in Beverly Hills. I drive by it occasionally, um, but she was probably late 80s at the time. Um, and I think I went to her maybe four times. I don't really like re- take it the yeah. take away. I'm not really sure. She has me, she had me humming a lot um, <laughs> and, and, and using my lower register, but I didn't ask, I don't think I asked her any questions because she was kind of scary. She was very yeah, I get stern. It. You know, she was very stern, no nonsense, let's get to work. Um, and so the reason yeah. I posted about it, I happened upon a picture of her coaching Marilyn Monroe. And I was like, it's true. I, I, <laughs> I always thought. That might have been some, like, you know. Yeah, like, like rumor that was out there. Myth. Yeah. yeah, And uh, urban myth, whatever. And so there it was. And it's true. That is unbelievable. I mean, seriously, that, I mean, what a story to add to your many interesting stories. <laughs> it, was, it was, I have to say, it was very cool. <laughs> and very, you know, again, she must have, because I, I remember I didn't ask her any questions and there was no evidence of who she had coached. And, and I don't think she would have appreciated questions because I was there for my lesson. And oh, so, I get you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't deal well, you know, with that type of personality. So I probably would have been scared shitless and just like, <laughs> you know, when someone's no nonsense like that, I'm like, okay. But then, you know, there are times where you look back and you go, God, why didn't I ask questions? Right. I think that all the time now. I'm like, why didn't I talk to Mark Hamill about Star Wars? Why, you know, <laughs> I didn't ask him questions. And, you know, you've asked me, you know, in the past too, like, oh, did you talk? Yeah. Whatever it may be. And it's like, oh, I think I had it in my head. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, a, a working actress and, and I'm here to do a job and I'm not, you know, supposed to fangirl out on my fellow actors. So I, you know, I don't think I asked the questions. And like I said, now I'm just like, ah, I get it. Even like, even my grandparents bringing up Beverly Younger, I was, I was, um, just saying to my aunt that I should have asked her so many more questions. There's, there's a story that, um, Tennessee Williams, the great, wonderful playwright, yeah, called her called her one of America's greatest actresses. I mean, look at that. She was in the original production of Summer and Smoke was was rewritten as Eccentricities of a Nightingale. Yeah, um, in the late sixties, and anyway, she was in the world premiere um, production, the third billing at the Goodman Theater in Chicago, and. And where Tennessee 
um, ended up his last, the, oddly enough, his last play, um, uh, House, the House Must Not Stand, A House That Must Not Stand. I think it's called A House That Must Not Stand. My grandfather was in his last production of The Goodman um, before before Tennessee died. But anyway, you know, so those kinds of things like, oh, my gosh, he worked with Tennessee Williams. He called yeah. him the greatest, one of the greatest actresses. And I just, you know, I should have asked more questions. Or if I asked. I should have written them down because I may have asked and, you know, I should have grilled them. Um, I, I totally stories. get it though. I mean, at the time, you know, it, it might not occur to us to do that. So I completely understand. And then you think, so well, I can do this later. Yes. Yeah. So, so ask your grandparents. Questions. Yes. 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 You know? One thing I know my uh, nieces gave my mom last year was a memory book to write down, you know, little things of wisdom and stories and, you know, and it asks very specific questions. And I, I, I just, it, you're talking about that reminded me of that. I'm like, wow, that, cause that that's gold right there. You know, absolutely, like, absolutely. Some, and you don't want to have any regrets. So well said, and it makes them feel good. I think. Yeah. Too, oh, it totally does. You know, you know, it's, it's beneficial for them as well. And yeah, so, I thought of yeah. a, a random question last night talking about like remembering things and writing stuff down because you filmed so many episodes of Dallas. Are there like entire episodes that you have like no memories of and like some people come up to you and you're like, I have no idea I even did that. And because I know I've had moments in the past where I look at something that I did and I go, I don't remember filming that i don't remember saying that i don't remember but but it's there like it, does that exist for you oh oh my gosh so much so that it's actually crazy like <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't thought about any any really work related i mean raising my kids obviously yeah. you know, i was all in doing that and i wasn't even thinking and then really with the kind of like the DVD release, Blu-ray, you know, all the hoopla around Night of the Demons 30 year and finding out that it had been this cult classic and, and then, and then just the renewed interest in, you know, the television shows of our youth. So Dallas then became, you know, more, you know, something that people were talking about and with social media and all of that. And I hadn't thought about, it. I hadn't seen anything probably since it aired, but this very sweet man, Alan Catan, who started a fan page on Facebook, posts um, snippets of, yeah. of the series. And and he'll, just because I'm not very good about like being on Facebook, he'll send me, oh, this is what I posted today. And um, and there there have been times where I'm like, I <laughs> look, oh, it's not even that I don't remember the scene. It's like, I don't even remember that I wore that. Like I, you know, and then some scenes will be so in my mind and I'll right. remember the outfit and what the, you know, I let, Oh, I love that dress or, Oh, I, I, I got to keep that dress or that kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, but isn't that a weird thing to it is. be like, yeah, it's all- to see yourself in a picture from long ago and you're like, I'm where? I'm yeah, there? Right, yes. Yeah. Yes. I have yeah. many from like plays and stuff. And I'm like, what, like, what was I doing? That? Like, what was I even doing in this scene? Like, I don't remember. It's the same thing. <laughs> well, I, I, I try to, you know, I say to my kids when they're like, you know, I remember I already told, I'm like, you guys, you only have 
so much space in your brain to remember <laughs> the daily minutia, let alone things from, you know, years ago. So Excellent I give point. myself the grace to be like, oh, it's okay. You don't remember that. That's okay. It was 30 years ago or whatever. Out. That's right. And you've got a lot of, you have so many iconic memories in your brain anyway, from so, stuff you've done, you know, a few that you don't doesn't matter. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking I'm of happy to have the ones that are still in there, I'm really grateful. for. love that. Yes. Yeah. Boom. Right there. And you know what? And those that aren't, we have, we, there's evidence of you doing yeah. it. So it doesn't matter. Correct. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of iconic moments though, I bet you do remember this. Because I don't think I've ever asked you this. Tell me about your appearance on Oprah. I mean, that's a pretty big deal. That was like the biggest talk show at that time in the world. Yeah, I was. Um, oh, my God. I was so excited. I um, The episode, uh, the, the, the sort of, you know, the theme of the episode was celebrities make over their moms. Yeah. And the things I remember were um, that it was obviously filmed in Chicago. So my grandparents, speaking of Beverly and Lester, they were there in the audience. Shout out. Um, and um, my mom, who is, was really beautiful. Yes. Didn't really change much. Like, it didn't really, <laughs> I mean, I, I, would, I would love to see her like the whole episode and my memory, if memory serves me, they couldn't really do much to like make her over because she was, you know, pretty cute. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was really fun. And I, yeah. I, I was struck. I watched some of it and I, I loved your, even then how humble and just real you are because you were talking about, well, I was raised, you know, not thinking of myself as like this beauty because it wasn't brought up in my household. We just kind of lived our lives. And I loved that. You know, you, you could tell you were just genuine and just like you are right now. And that there was no air of like, Oh, well, because I'm a beautiful person, we're doing this. And that, that just makes you even more beautiful. Oh, I, Thank you. You're I'm welcome. glad that came across. I don't remember that, but <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sh and part of it, uh, I was surrounded by beautiful people, meaning my high school, I, I, there were beauties, beautiful, beautiful people. I don't, I don't know. We were in the land of, I don't know why, but um, <laughs> I, yeah. And, and I loved high school. I loved the people at my high school and I knew there were girls way more beautiful. I felt very, you know, I knew not to complain. Um, and you know, everybody picks apart themselves, you know, no, yeah. whatever flaws they hone in on and all of that. But yeah. Yeah. It wasn't really, wasn't really a thing. And wow. I think so many actresses at the time, you know, you're young and, and it's like, oh, well, that's what it's about. For me, I, I wanted to be an actress because I wanted to do the work. And, yeah. um, you know, certain roles were going to be available to me. And then 
you know, depending on what kind of actress I was, other roles would be available. So I wanted to be the best actress and have the widest possibility of, of being cast. So, but, I love thank, that. but thank you for that. I'm glad that came across because it, it really, it wasn't a, you know, wasn't an important thing. And thank goodness. Oh my gosh. I'm so <laughs> glad I had a mom, Such a, a mom who like, didn't value that as a yeah. as an, and my grand and gr- grandma Bev, my you know, Beverly Younger again, you know that wasn't um that wasn't what it meant to, was meant to be by being an actress, you know that I beauty, love that. yeah. So anyway, so no. thank you. No, you're well, you're very welcome. No, it was it's just so it's wonderful to hear that, and I'm curious. Speaking of your Acting, and I'm going to bet yes on this. Do you still own your very first headshot? That is such a good question. <laughs> I think you probably have it somewhere. That's going to be my money, but. I I think I do. Okay. <laughs> I think I have a file of headshots not just mine, but like my friends at the time, mm-hmm. fellow actors I went to acting class with or whatever. But I think it's in there. And the funny thing about that was it, I kind of looked at for the time I looked older than I was. It was kind of sophisticated and it almost cost me Dallas. Actually, wow! It almost cost it almost cost me Night of the Demons because Kevin Tenney looked at that and he was like, "Wait, I don't remember." She looks she looks kind of you know older. Old, uh-huh. Yeah, and then the, I said the casting director was like, "No, no, no! You loved her. You loved her. Yeah, this reads a little old." Um. So I think it was Night of the Demons, but I feel like there was something I think that I could I have used it for Dallas, and that kind of was the same situation. I can't right. remember, but. Um, yeah, so I I'm gonna go after we hang up. I'm gonna go and see if I have that headshot. <laughs> oh please, I want to see that when when it when when and if you find it, please, I want to see it. Okay, I will <laughs> I will send you a, a screenshot for sure. You're the best. Um, speaking of uh, Dallas, we're gonna get into that a little bit. What is the best advice you received from Larry Hagman? Or life lesson because I know you have many memories with him and fond memories. Mm. I know that's a that's a you very know, that's a hard one. It wasn't it wasn't something that he said. It mm-hmm. was his his how he acted on the set, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I I saw that everyone loved him, and uh, you know, the crew, the director, he was. Uh, funny and engaging with with everyone across the board you know not just the actors and and that's how you should behave on the set you you're it's a it's a team and a company and a ensemble of not just actors but of you know the technicians and the camera operators and so and that was he led by example for sure what a great lesson, treating others as you would want to be treated too. Absolutely. With the, you know, obviously the iconic popularity of Dallas, and we talked about a little bit uh, this subject before we uh, got on air today, we were talking about the conventions that are popping up and the explosion 
of popularity of conventions. First of all, why do you think that is? And what convention are you attending next week? <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> so, well, why? Okay, first of all, these, these conventions are a chance to get up close, face-to-face with um, people that you've grown up watching or uh, have made a difference. Um, in your life and uh i mean i i get such a kick i mean i get it because i get such a kick i'm like oh there's henry winkler the fonz is here the fonz yeah absolutely so um uh i totally get that and so i think it, it it's you know coming to a town near you uh you know, the, the, the different conventions that, you know, go to the smallest towns, you know, it's not just yeah. like, oh, for, the, for those of you who live in L.A. or New York. Um, so that being said, there is one in L.A. next week. It's um, in Burbank. at um, It's called The Hollywood Show. And it's I think it's at least once a year every year, if not twice a year. And. The first convention I ever did was 12 years ago, and it was the Hollywood show, and they were having like a little mini Dallas uh, reunion. Larry was supposed to be there. He ended up not being able to come, um, and it was actually like two months before he, he passed, and I uh, think he was having some health complications. So anyway, yeah. but there was enough of us there, and and I, I think I said on, on your podcast that that was one kind of like the whole night of the demons um, cult classic situation uh presented itself i was like what because half of the people that came up to me at this convention for quote a dallas reunion were night of the demons fans (laughs) so i was like oh my gosh night of the demons i can't believe it so anyway so 12 years later there's um another little dallas reunion but this time i think i think i think at least 30 if not 40 um, i mean wow actors and actresses that have been on the show so we have uh, Patrick Duffy, Linda Gray, Charlene Tilton, Steve Keneally, uh, Sheree J. Wilson, myself, uh, Priscilla Presley. Uh, uh, oh, oh, oh my gosh, that never happened. So sorry. Are you there, Brian? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm here. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. No, that's okay. Uh, yeah. Oopsie. Um, anyway, uh, th- there's going to be like the boys are going to be there and this uh, slide, the secretary. And so um, wow. It's a huge, I mean, I think this is the biggest Dallas reunion since the show went off the air. Um, yeah, we know if they're including uh, the like the boys and Sly, that's a pretty inclusive group. I mean, it yeah. sounds like oh, they're yeah. great. They're oh, getting yeah. the whole team together. Yes, yes. And people who make guest star appearances and people who were, you know, reg, you know, regulars, you know, not, you know, like a, like, like me, you know, who weren't on for, you know, six years but still like um so anyway it's going to be really fun and that's um, march 1st and 2nd um in burbank so if you happen to be in the la area come on over and then i'm doing basically a horror new jersey horror con wow when is that in oh my gosh i'm blanking because there's there's a couple that i'm like i'm um 
trying to figure it out if I can go to. The New okay. Jersey one, I think it's the end of August. Okay. Yeah. I think that's the end of August. Um, shoot, I wish I had my calendar with me, but um, I'm sure we'll do another. We'll, we'll get together and I can pitch these, you know, closer to because that's months and months away. But um, yeah, but they're really fun. And it's it's just like so nice to meet, you know, the fans of whatever show or whatever movie. And um, I love it. I love that. I might have to try to get to that New Jersey one. That's not too far from okay. Pennsylvania, so I can finally meet my buddy. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll make sure to send you the dates. And yeah. There might be one in Chicago, which, uh, and there might be one in Ohio. I, so I, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah. I'll, we're going to coordinate something. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Oh, I'm so excited. I did not know yeah. you had all those going on. This is ex yeah. this is so exciting. Yeah, I I I just I don't know why this year, but I'm just like, oh, I can do that. You know, I got I got <laughs> out last year to do a few and they conflicted each time with something. And this year I'm like, hey, I think I can do that. So um so yeah. This is, I'll, I'll I'll give you the list. I'll let you know. Yes, good. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna coordinate. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite non-Dallas TV appearance that you did? Is there one that really sticks out? You're like, yeah. I. That's so funny. The first thing that popped in my head, mm -hmm. oddly enough, is Growing Pains. Yeah, well, that was uh, huge. It's a huge show. It was, it was really fun. Um, and yeah, I, and I, I think I'm sure I've said this before that I really enjoyed every professional working experience I had. Yes. I'm trying to think of a different, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I can't think of, I can't think of a negative experience. I really, really can't. Yeah. I'm super lucky and each one being so unique and different and, 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 and the enjoyment for various reasons was different on each, um, on each set. But yeah, I don't know why growing pains popped in my head, but yeah, super fun, super fun. And I mean, Beverly Hills 90210 was super fun with the yeah. boys. Cause I was, I was with all the boys on that and we had so much fun. Weren't you playing um, a germ? In the in the one, yes, yes. <laughs> there was there was a right the commercial within the show. Yes, it was the most it was the weirdest episode. And, and people <laughs> said to me that was the most non nine hundred two one episode ever. Uh, but yeah, that was so much fun and getting to meet Burt Reynolds at that show. Um, Earth Angel was amazing. Oh God, don't don't get me started. That <laughs> just, yeah. So, so many names God. in that too. It's like, like you were saying earlier, it's like, why didn't I talk to Mark Hamill about this? Yes, or, you exactly. know, I mean, Cindy well, Williams, I mean, oh so many God. people. I think I, I must have, I, I don't think I could have controlled myself because <laughs> I was a huge Laverne and Shirley fan. Oh, like you I and me both. Show, yeah. So, I mean, huge, so much. And I, I think I, I told her that much and i admitted that much to her that's good i bet that felt worked. good <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i am sure i wouldn't have let that go um 
And I, 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 I know pretty much so because I also remember restraining myself not to say that my girlfriend and I used to pretend and we'd fight over who was Laverne because we really didn't <laughs> want to be Shirley, which was her character. So, yeah. So I did not tell her that for sure. <laughs> she probably would have laughed though. So. <laughs> yeah, she probably would have. She probably would have. Yeah. I love that you were such, because I was too, like a, a, a television aficionado, like with the classic TV shows. And, you know, we, we had such, you know, the Brady Bunch and, you oh know, the, who would you have been in the Brady? Who would you have picked oh, to? by the way. Yeah. Talk, talk, talking about meeting somebody and like fangirling out. Yeah. I made a, full of myself last year i did a charity event with my friend and he invited me to come and um and and marcia 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 was there and <laughs> and he knew her so he introduced us and i i was like ah, hi i just want to say i like couldn't even get the word out i, I know like, what I you was, mean <laughs> i was and basically like she could tell i was a huge brady bunch fan and so um yeah i i so I know, I know that's what I say to people. It's like, you know, if somebody's nervous meeting me, I'm like, don't be nervous meeting me. Like I, you know, that's, that's silly, but like meeting somebody that you, you know, oh my gosh, Cindy Williams. Yeah. That was the best. Well, I, I think there's something about growing up with television, you know, shows that are in your week, every life. So when you meet somebody from your childhood essentially it, it 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 carries a special weight like i could meet like movie stars and i'm not like but like somebody that has that special memory and you know what i mean your, yeah because they were in your living yes, room yes. every week and you know that's when television was like you know you sat there because you could only watch it at eight o'clock and you otherwise you'd never see it you know yeah or you know videotaping and before reruns or before you know what i'm saying so yeah, i know exactly what you're saying it had a different kind of magic than now it does I think. It did. and and i'm sure that's why all of these conventions are um so well attended because they there's there's a connection you know i mean yes. you can binge on a show and like watch it in two days and sort of be over it but waiting the week and talking about the show and then talking about it until it came out and you know there's a different kind of magic involved so i think that's probably you know why the magic of these conventions is um why they're so popular i couldn't agree more that was full circle right there. You just wrapped that former that previous question up perfectly right there. <laughs> I know I'll since <laughs> that I have the definitive answer on why. <laughs> I know you're a Halloween nut like I am, so I, I this is probably going to be the oddest question out of the bunch. But you, since you love Halloween. And I do, and you were raised on classic TV shows like I was. Would you live with the Munsters or the Adams family? Ooh. <laughs> I think the Munsters. Yes. See, this is why we get along so well, because I think <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> I I just enjoyed the Munsters more than the Adams family. I did too. Yeah. I did too. That's so funny. That's I, so funny. I think because they played it like they're just your average family and they had that little dragon under the stairs and, you know, it's like, come on, who doesn't want to be in that house? 
Oh my god! And I, Fred Gwynn. Oh my gosh! Come on. Yes. Just, yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Again, that's why we're, we're such. Yes, we are. We're monster people. Another another layer of our connection. That's right. And, it, and that was an odd question, but I love it so much. <laughs> that's why I knew I could get away with it. I'm like, I got to throw this question in there, and it's <laughs> and it's odd, and Kathy will appreciate it. And I had an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> do you, speaking of odd, do you have any quirky habits that people don't? You know what I mean? Those those uh, yeah. little isms. Quirky habits. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I, I can't think of any of mine offhand either, but I know I have them. Right? So it's okay. We can come back to it. My girls would, I mean, my kids would say like, yeah, we'll be in a store and my mother will dance. I literally, <laughs> I hear a good song, you know, I just start, I, not full on dancing, but I like rock out and I do a few moves or what. I'm like, my, my kids are just, uh, and they're adults now and they're still like, mom, stop. <laughs> I think that's adorable. <laughs> it, I, I I don't care. It's a good song. How can you not move your body if you hear <laughs> the song? This so. is so true. This is it's nice. just like being at a wedding. Like what we look forward to those the you know when we hit the dance floor. It's the same Absolutely. thing in a department store. We hear it, we're gonna move. Absolutely. <laughs> I have no no shame. Yeah. No. <laughs> now I got to see firsthand that you have quite an extensive library in your house. What is your favorite book? What is your comfort book to read? That's a good question. I Thank do. We, we built sort of a, we built bookcases basically. You and sure did. Thank you so much. Brian, just so you know, everyone sent me the most amazing oh. sign, vintage sign in like pristine, like it's original, um, condition yes matinee only and um it is sitting on my bookshelf in my living room so that is why you got to view books i i didn't think i'd be able to fill when we moved to this house i was like oh we have these bookshelves it's gonna look yeah just scrawny when you think you don't have that many books but i took my all my kids books and i took my you know from every room from the old house and put them all in the book and it's pretty much built my cookbooks, my acting books, my plays. Um, I have, um, speaking of studs, turkle and my grandparents, my grand, I have my grandparents and my, my parents copies of studs books, pretty much uh, dedicated wow. um, books, which is like, that's probably my most treasured. Actually, my most it. treasured is I met JK Rowling. At a bookstore in wow. Los Angeles. Oh well, okay. That's yes. that I is pretty freaking only, awesome. Yes, and I have her signature on like three books. Get out of here! First, yeah, she did a, a signing, and you know, it was before the movies. I yeah, think, I think she had. I think she was promoting the third or fourth book, and she came to Children's Book World in Los Angeles, and I, I um, so I have her signature on a couple couple of books. Which I is, mean, that's huge. So, yeah. That I'm yeah. like I'm a big Harry Potter fan, so that is like wow, right? Holy. I you know if somebody goes to grab it, I'm like, um, <laughs> just, you know, it's signed, so be very careful. I'm a little like you know, uh, no, I don't blame you. Work. I'm a little, I'm a little like yeah, just be careful of my signed books. Yeah, you're better than me because I'd be like no, 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 no. 
but, but, but no, 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 let's not do that one. Let's hear, I'll get you a, a copy of it here. Here's a, here's a copy for people who want to exactly. read it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's honestly only happened like once or twice. I had a friend staying with us and she had little kids and she was oh, going God. to get it. And I was like, Oh no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, no. They just had ice cream sandwiches. They're not touching that book. Yeah. Whatever it was. But yeah. Uh, little, little protective of that. I do not blame you. Yeah. Um, Here's a somewhat random question, but what what quality appeals to you most in another person? Sense of humor. There you go. I think sense of humor. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. And just kindness. Yeah. But I have to pick one. So I guess I go with kindness over sense of humor. You can do a top three. So we got humor, oh, okay. kindness. So let's see. Kindness, humor. humor. Um, um, I think I. Not taking themselves too seriously. You there know you what go. I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Humility. Humility. I guess there you go. Good. I love yeah. that one. Yeah. That's a great one, actually. Love that. Good. What, what about you? Oh, that's a great. Well, yeah. Um, Definitely sense of humor because to put up with me, somebody has to have a sense of humor because I have a very offbeat, quirky sense of humor. Um, uh, yeah, um, sincerity uh, and Definitely. and um, I liked yours. I really do. I think like just humility. That's a big one. That's a big yeah. one. That's that's very like appealing. You know, um, yeah positivity definitely that's the uh, i'm like a i'm like a moth to flame on that and i i i fully admit i hoard positive people in my life you being one of them and i am and i'm very unabashedly you know (laughs) unafraid to admit that that i i am greedy for your positivity and i love it and so i just i'm very i gravitate toward you because you're such a positive being you really are and thanks you're welcome (laughs) but i that that means a lot you know that is a a quality there's um you know there's something energizing about being around you know and something very exhausting being around (laughs) the reverse yes I, i i love my mom to death but I remember as a kid, she's a bit of a complainer and it's like, wah, wah, you know, and I, I maybe I sort of like re- repelled myself away from that. And so I became get it. Try, like Uber the opposite, but um, yeah, it's, I, it's, it's sort of, it's an infectious, you know, your mood is sort of like your body odor or whatever. Yeah. You, know, you can like put that out there. And so, um, you know, we, we don't walk around without brushing our teeth or putting deodorant on. I, I feel like it's a good thing to also sort of put on. Not that you have to be fake, but yeah, I know what you it's mean. Just yeah, it's choosing to look at it from the glass half full, and you know, it's funny because I had this same conversation not long ago with my own mom. How like certain habits and like let's say friends and family members, I say, well, that's important for me because I'm learning how I don't want to be. So if there's right. a negative quality, I, I learn from that. And I said, I don't oh, want to be like that. Yeah. And I, so I feel true. like you totally live your life like that because you really are an optimist and you really do live your life 
with gratitude and people can learn from that so much. You know, I, I, I feel like it's, I mean, it's not all the time. Of course, like I'm, I'm a human being and, you know, yeah. things are difficult and things are sad or things are rough, but, um, yeah, I, tr- I try uh, or I don't even try. I think it's it's somewhat just innate and easy for me, thank God, um, to be out in the world and, and be positive. Um, oh. So yeah, I'm I'm just blessed that uh, you know. But I but I I could work on myself. Believe me, there are times <laughs> you know, and we've talked about it, like taking care of a mom with Alzheimer's. It's you know, it's it is a test of one's. Oh my God! Patience, attitude, um, restraint—you <laughs> know, like, <laughs> oh, so many things. Um, so, I will just—I so, will just add one thing. You said you're blessed. I think we're blessed. We're blessed that you're here and radiating that, and that's true. Thanks, Bri. You're welcome. Thank you so much. That's you're very sweet. Well, you know, I mean it. So, um. What's your ideal vacation when life does get a little much? What's your, what's your, what's your happy place? What, when I think, when you think of vacation, where do you want to be? With family. So we aren't like big vacationers. It always seems to be that we go where, when we go, it's because of family. So we've, we've traveled, um, you know, either to our kids Mm -hmm. Or or Steve's from Ohio, so we go. To I was going to say, I know Ohio's going to be in there. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I always used to joke when my kids were little, and they, you know, the, like the Super Bowl commercial when they'd say, "You just won the Super Bowl," you know, and as they'd say Disneyland. Yeah. If you did that to my kids, like, where are you go? Where do you want to go? They'd be like Cleveland. <laughs> I do remember you saying that. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, my husband has a really big family with lots of cousins, and it's magical. So for us, yeah, I think it pretty much, I mean, for me, it would pretty much be with family. My family, his family, our family. You can have a good time wherever you go, essentially, as long as the family's there. Exactly. Because honestly, when we go to Cleveland, we don't really do that much. We kind of right. all hang out, you know? Yeah. We don't, yeah, we don't really go anywhere. but just hang out with each other and it's it's beautiful it really is like that that's you have no idea how refreshing that is to hear i love that i mean i wish i could say like tahiti (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know what you mean that would be wonderful too but yeah don't don't really seem to get to those places i understand i'm honestly i'm not a huge vacationer either so i get it like every now and again but if, if I can go somewhere with like the entire family and my, my siblings and my parents, like we, we always have a good time. So I, I get that. Exactly. And, and, you know, I mean, it's, you know, sometimes it's, it's hard to travel with, you know, family members and mm-hmm. personalities. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not saying it's all like, you know, perfect, but um, it's just meaningful in the yeah. end, I think. Yeah. I, I, amen, buddy. Yeah. You are always such a joy. I promise. I only have three more questions because we're almost 
getting to that point where we're out of time, which is incredible because time just flies when I'm with you. And it's, it's, I know, and I still have more, but I'm, I'm, I'm whittling this down. See, you thought we didn't have enough to talk about. I don't know how you come up with questions that we've never, like, I'm like, I'm just going to repeat myself from all, but, but no, you're asking such good questions. Thank you. This one's going to come out of left field though. I'm letting you know in advance, this is a strange one, but I thought of it. I was like, I really want to hear this with the innovation of cell phones and technology. We all have our greeting. So what would, what are you ready? You're, you gotta, you have to, you have to channel somebody from your past for this one. What would Callie's voicemail sound like for her phone? Oh. <laughs> um, hi y'all. Uh, I'm not, I can't answer the phone. So, uh, leave me a message. I, Thanks. <laughs> bye y'all. <laughs> I just had to hear it. I'm sorry I did that to you. I know what it's like when you're put on the spot. That is so funny. That is absolutely a question. No one or nobody's ever had me do that. I'll give you unique points on that right there. I can ask her the weird stuff and it's cool. So thank you for that. That's why I love you. <laughs> so I promise I'll circle it back to something more. <laughs> more more in depth but what is when i just say your career what's the fondest memory you have what what jumps out immediately larry hagman i love that, oh, that is, i'm gonna cry i i think no honestly i um oh i loved him so much such I know. such an amazing kind person um to me and yeah, yeah. Well, i mean magical and i and i i think i've said this before too i knew i i'm sitting in the makeup chair my very first day and i'm like girl you better enjoy this this is magical you're gonna you know just soak it all in that's soak incredible you had that perspective though i did i did well i thought it was only going to be seven episodes so i knew it was going to be fleeting or at least i thought it was and you know i knew even though I hadn't really watched Dallas, I just knew I was on this iconic show and you're, yeah. you're getting to act with Larry Hagman because I was an I Dream of Jeannie fan. Major and Nelson. All of that was just like, ooh, like, yeah. like this, this is, this is, you are very lucky and blessed. So enjoy the ride. And I did. And then it, it turned out to be almost three seasons so, or three seasons, yeah. almost three years. So yeah, it was great. I mean, uh, wow. I mean, that really is magical. And, you know, I've said before, and I, I will say it till the end of time, I think Larry Hagman was the greatest television character ever written and played. He could only do, he could only be that character. I mean, I, that, think I agree. I agree know? with you. Yeah. I, 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 Unique I, to him. Like nobody yes. else could pull it off. Nobody yeah. else could yeah. pull that off. And, right. and, and the fact that I love characters that are shades of gray, like Snape, you know, they have their, their, yes. their bad yeah. side, but at their core there's something really beautiful and i always love that dynamic between you two and that that's also i mean it couldn't have gone so well unless you brought it and had that natural chemistry with them which you did and i just i loved watching you two together like play off Thanks, of each Brian. other on screen you're welcome 
That, that's sincere. I watched a little bit even last night and I was like, oh my God, I remember this. And, and it was just like, you were just so natural with each other. And that chemistry was there, which is great. You can't manufacture that. It's either there or it's not. Yeah. And I, I think, I think you're right. Only because from that is, but you know, I got to stay and the character, I think if there wasn't that little chemistry between Larry and Kathy, Kelly Jr. You know, Kelly Jr. is one thing, and um, but yeah, yeah, we just we yeah we clicked both character and actor actress. So um, so so lucky that I got to stay as long as I did, and you know, really become a part of the Ewing family. Um, no, not just in name because they got married, shotgun wedding, but that you know I. I got to be around for three seasons. You Super sure lucky. And we're all lucky for it. We're all Thanks lucky for right. it. We really are. I, I've told you this. I told you this before when they relaunched the series and you did that little cameo. I remember saying out loud, Oh, I'm so happy they brought, Ka-, and I knew you're now. I was like, I'm so happy they brought Kathy Podwell back because it need, we needed a Cali appearance. So I was so happy when that Thanks happened. Right. <laughs> um, really happy too. Actually, <laughs> I got to see everybody. It was like riding, you know, like getting back on a horse, you know, it just felt yeah. like not that much time had passed and it was so good to see everybody. And, and even though it was for JR's funeral, Larry, yeah. Larry had just passed. And so, you know, but I got to, you know, hug and be sad with my, my fellow actors. And that was, that was, you know, such a wonderful thing to be a part of. Well, it, it was, and I'm I'm just glad you had that full circle moment because you 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 earned that, you deserved it anyway. Um, so my last question to you: We have like one minute. I'd love to hear you say what is your best advice for maintaining a happy and peaceful life. Oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, just know. You know, like I said before with my kids, attitude of gratitude, I try to say, okay, well, this is pretty crappy, this thing that I'm going through. But, uh, you know, even with my mom's Alzheimer's, I I, I try to think, okay, she doesn't have cancer. She's not going through chemo, which Mm -hmm. you know very well. You know, like she's not vomiting. She's not like, I try to like, she's not having, you know, all the things that could be so I just in the moment try to have a positive attitude. It doesn't always work, but um, you know that's sort of like my my thing. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, it doesn't always work for sure. It doesn't always work. Um, but and I think crying is very cathartic. Sure. So if I feel like crying, I just like cry. I, I you know just feels really good and and this is sounds so cheesy but honestly taking deep breaths sometimes i'll like catch myself like i'm like like i think i was holding my breath and I, so you know just the simple things sometimes can help you get through i love that that's incredible to me and that is so true and your attitude of gratitude philosophy has always stuck with me I try to implement that in my life. So thank you for that because I do think of you and your advice when I have those moments. And I think, you know what? I gotta, I gotta flip this. 
got to be more grateful. And I have to express that expressing yeah. it out loud. What you're grateful yeah. for is transformative. Yeah. yeah. It really is. Yeah. I mean, holding stuff in too is, you know, well, expressing gratitude, but also like, you know, having somebody to not complain to, but also just to, you know, I tend to want to not put anything on even my family, my husband, you know, so I, I try to realize that I shouldn't always hold what what's bothering me in. And yeah. so anyway. No, it's so true. I love that. And yeah. words to live by, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, words to live by. Um, oh, funny. I lied. I have one more question. Will you please come back? Because I always just run out of time with you, and now I have more questions. So would you please come back? I would be honored, of course. You know I would, even though I say to you every time, are you sure? Are we going to have anything <laughs> to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Which she does. That's her, that's your, that's Kathy. So humble. Thank you. And I just want to thank your listeners who come back and listen every yeah. time you have me on. It really is um, humbling and very tickle, tickle, tickling, tickling. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. We'll go with that. Tickling. Yes. Makes, makes me very, very, very um, happy. So, so that's, I would love to come back. That's what we're going to do next episode. We're going to forego my strange, quirky questions. And this will be a, the next one will be the listener only segment that we've done before where you can ask Kathy whatever you want. So we will do that and we will make that not too far. We will have you back soon when you're available. How about that? Perfect. Thanks my, for having me. My friend, I love you so much. I want to thank you for doing this. And for those of you, again, in the L.A. area, don't miss that Dallas reunion. You're going to want to be there to ask whatever you want. But until then, this is Brian Hobson for the beautiful and amazing Miss Kathy Podwell. We'll see you next week. <laughs>